0: Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network.
1: Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back Just letting you know that we are rerunning an old favorite Thanksgiving episode this week.
0: Push the red.
1: Please make sure we're recording this it time. It is. Don't touch anything.
0: <laughs> too, too late. Right. R- things are moving. Hey Dave. Hi Holly. How are you?
1: I'm great, thank you. How are you?
0: I am wonderful because it's that time of season. We're done with thing. we're done with Halloween. We've eaten all it. Have you finished up all your Halloween candy?
1: No, I'm trying to pace myself.
0: Really? Yes. You pace yourself throughout uh, November.
1: Well, i uh, maybe eat 10 in a day, 10 pieces, or 15 or 20 pieces in a day, and Holy then I have to skip molly. the next day. What is a- <laughs> That's pacing myself.
0: What's a piece?
1: Well, we like about what? minis this year, mini minis, like not just your regular minis, but they feel really small.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, hey, sure. So
1: therefore, I can eat 20.
0: Okay. what And what is, what's, what's the well, piece? Re- Reese's what? pe- well, there are, we only- have
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Crackle, Kit Kat, Milk Duds- and heath bars Ugh. it was a mix in this one bag well we had three trick-or-treaters so is
0: there nothing but Heath? Oh, no
1: <laughs> So a whole bag of candy to eat, 170 pieces
0: and there's nothing but heath bars left
1: i love heath
0: bars really
1: oh my god they're so good like toffee, toffee? crunch
0: Ugh. oh it sticks to your it's no it's crunch
1: yeah it stays in your teeth for oh, a while it's- but that's a small price to pay <laughs>
0: I just went to the dentist, and uh, she gave me a mouthful—literally, like, uh, "Oh, well, all right. Well, if you don't want to keep these teeth, then uh, just keep doing what you are doing."
1: Well, I will help you out with the candy if you want. You need something chewy. We,
0: uh, well, uh, you can have all my toffee stuff. I don't. I don't think we got toffee. We're good. We're good on the toffee. Do you
1: have any nerds?
0: Um, I, I, we have finished those up. Yeah, we have. We had like a little bit of. You know, I don't. Our kids don't. Uh, we, we didn't have anything, any trick or treaters. We left town, so uh, or we we leave the house. So,
1: but did you leave candy out?
0: There was a little bit of candy, okay, but uh, but not like you. Well, I went, Apparently. I went, are you you're at home? You're waiting. we were for home
1: a- with we three groups, and two of those groups were only one person each. Oh. So we had all our candy left over. I was really bummed. I left the lights on for a really long time because I thought people might come later, and nobody came, and it was very sad. But consequently, we get to eat the candy. I went looking the next day for nerds because I only had chocolate. Oh, and I had only bought chocolate stuff, so I went looking for nerds and I couldn't find any cheap nerds. You know, fifty percent off nerds.
0: Well, yeah, I went to Rite Aid the next day and it's fifty percent off all candy. Did you so, buy? No, because we had some candy, so I'm oh like, <laughs> okay. I enough. I need that. You know, there's a reason that uh, it's fifty percent off when you're when you're in high demand. For <laughs> yes, can, your candy needs
1: well. I didn't think all the combinations that were bagged were good. So that's why I went out to get the nurse. But anyway. You, you, all right. So, okay. So enough uh, with Halloween. Welcome I, to what difference does it make?
0: Yes. Welcome. So what happens after Halloween?
1: Our next holiday would be Thanksgiving.
0: Thanksgiving. So. And chock full of music. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Is it? You think? I don't know. Not necessarily. No. I did kind of a cheat sort of. Um, for this uh for finding songs that mean a lot to me. Oh. What? Don't owe me. <laughs> no, I yeah. I, I need So uh kind of my cheat is I, I went to I, I took a went to the movies and so there's a lot of thanksgiving themed movies that uh, oh. were songs meant something to me. Not necessarily from the 80s, some kind of tied into the 80s. I think that was the assignment find some songs doesn't necessarily need to be from the 80s but something that means Something to you.
1: Right. So we're veering from the 80s today. And I didn't, I know you said that, but I didn't, I really went with the thank you songs. So they're not so, they're songs that I love, but it's not that they mean so much to me. Okay. Except for one of them.
0: Okay. Great.
1: Okay. But they're songs I love. I love songs, but they're all really thank you themed.
0: Okay. Thank you themed songs. (laughs) Now I'm curious. I can, uh, as I'm
1: thinking. Oh, they're all pretty obvious. They're not obvious in They are.
0: (laughs) Okay. You want to go first? No, I want to hear a thank you song.
1: Okay, well, um, whenever we do our favorites, I can never decide if I should go from my least favorite to my most favorite or my most favorite to my least favorite. So I'm kind of mixing it up, but I'm starting with my favorite of these thank you songs.
0: It's a good place to start.
1: Okay. I'm
0: go- <laughs> thank you for doing this.
1: Yes, well, this one, is- thank you for the assignment. I am going with Sly Stone. Oh, which I thought was obvious, but I guess not, based on your response. Thank you for letting me be myself again. Mm-hmm. So do you know the song well?
0: I do know the song, but please <laughs> tell me why this is something you chose. Well,
1: I just love the song. I love it's It's funky. It's Sly Stone. It has a message, you know, that said, you know, his band was pretty integrated. And, you know, they really went with racial harmony. Um, but with this song, Sly Stone thought that message was getting lost. So the lyrics are he, – he said – which I, I kind of tried to read the lyrics after, uh, more detailed, after I read uh, some of his feelings about this. And he said he feels the lyrics are scathing and mostly directed at himself. Um, I didn't find – I don't find them to be that way. But then he he feels that people listening to it, to the song lost the message because the groove was so powerful. But – what I found most interesting, and you would think because I have loved the song for a long time, that I would have known this. You know that. So, thank you for letting me be myself again. Mm-hmm. Do you know? So, for letting me be myself again is the like the subtitle. It's in parentheses, right? Do you know what it is? That it's not actually for letting me be myself again. It's not that. It's it's spelled "falletin me," f a l e t t i n me i n m e b mice m i c e ELF ELF again A G I N. Okay. Right.
0: So you got that. Did you oh, know yeah. that? Oh I did know that. Okay. I knew yeah, I knew this but because I I work for a radio station and you have to type in all the music, you that was one of the songs you typed in. So, okay, so, so of course
1: you knew this. I never had to do this. Um I never had to do that. But what I did find out about that, uh it's called Amanda Green.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: A mondegreen is a mishearing or misinterpretation of a a phrase as a result of a near homophony, like a homophone, but in a way that gives it a new meaning. So mondegreens are created by a person listening to a poem or a song. And if you're unable to hear clearly the lyric or the, the the words in the poem, you substitute words that sound similar and make some kind of sense. Which we all do that when we're listening to songs and we don't know the words. But that's what he did with this. So there was a writer in 1954, Sylvia Wright, who coined this term, Mondegreen. She wrote it about how a girl, as a girl, she misheard the lyric and laid him on the green. It was in a Scottish ballad. Mm -hmm. She heard it as Lady Mondegreen. So now these things are called Mondegreens. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes. I thought that was really interesting. And again, I all this all these years I've loved the song. I did not know the the quote unquote subtitle so was, just, was just, not for letting be be myself again.
0: That's so just like misheard lyrics. It's like exactly. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. kiss like, this guy. Yes. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like that thing.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. So.
0: So there you go. Have you ever uh, Sly Stone played Coachello once? Um, and he's well. He well he's slightly crazy and he's, you know, he's yeah. kind of mysterious or he hasn't, he, he disappears, he's, he's disappears. And then you never see him again. And, or for, for years, I don't know what's going on with him, but I remember this one time he was supposed to play Coachella and the band was there. Um, and, I, you know, the band is playing and slide doesn't, he doesn't show up for like half an hour after, you know, the band is playing and I, I can't remember the full story of, of slide, but it, it, he just kind of it was it was tough watching a little bit you know you know the The band jam for a half hour before he shows up the family stones trying to hold it all together and then he comes on stage and he's got issues and you know so it's i don't know it's tough it's tough he's so talented and um but uh you know he's got he's still got some some issues still and but uh like an
1: an axel rose kind of thing
0: a little bit but yeah yeah yeah, if axel was still crazy and didn't really you know if Sly knew that there was a lot of money out there for him to, to perform, he, he, he might be able to get it together. More a, together, a, yeah. A, apparently, because Ax, Axel got it together now. And, yeah, when he realized that Yeah, they oh, sure. He goes on stage on stadiums. time. Yeah. 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 Let's get the band back together and let's play. Yeah. Because a lot of people want to see this and we'll pay a lot of money for it. Um, but yeah, Sly is one of those guys where it's like, oh, he's kind of mysterious. or Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
1: No, I mean that he is interesting. The mist he- in the mystery in the mysteriousness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All the those songs are great. I love all the the Family Stone songs. I
1: love and- this. I love Funk. <laughs> Bring on and- the funk. Yeah.
0: Nothing more funky than Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> you think? <laughs> sure.
0: Well, I- if you're playing, thank you for letting me be myself yeah. on Thanksgiving.
1: So that's my favorite. Uh- Okay, that's one of your favorites. That's that is one of my favorite thank you songs. Another one is coming next. All right, but I, after you, please go. Cheers. Should I
0: start with one of my my favorite? So I'm I'm going with the movie theme and the. I um, like that. All right, but well, the the movie I play every Thanksgiving is because it was a it's a concert film, and it was recorded on Thanksgiving Day in 1976. This is uh, the Last Waltz <gasps> with the band. Oh, very good. And so, um, yeah, it's just the greatest show of all time. It's you know, there's Eric Clapton, there, there's Bob Dylan, there's Ringo Starr, Van Morrison, Doctor John. They're all they're all saying goodbye to the, the band. Decided to
1: disband,
0: pack, pa- pack it up after uh, after 17 years, some odd years together. Um, so they put together this this farewell concert. And it was filmed by Martin Scorsese, and I just love every minute of it. Joni Mitchell's in it too, but I, yeah, I love her so much. She sings Coyote in the movie, which is great. So anyway, I, I put it on because it, here's the thing: for um, it was on Thanksgiving Day. Um, for I don't know how much the charge was. It was maybe like twenty bucks, twenty-five bucks. You got a Thanksgiving dinner. There was ballroom dancing before the show and then uh, they they fed you they fed the band or the, the audience you got a turkey dinner and then then there was dancing before the show and then and then the show starts you know about nine o'clock and the show went on till like three in the morning That's something so like cool. that so, so um, it's all condensed into uh, this this amazing film and they you know the intersperse uh, band interviews and there's some studio performances of, of them there uh, Lou does some great performances in in um, uh, outside of the the concert. There's, it's it's just great because it's all these these classic rockers and they're in their thirties, so they're still pretty vivacious and and just have so much energy. That you know Van Morrison singing Caravan and he's like kicking into the air. It's, you know, it's just like he's got so much energy. Like you know you you've seen the I, I've seen Van Morrison now. He is not moving around too much, no. or he just he does what he it's does. A little older little bit old. Yeah, they're all older. So it's nice to see these guys in their prime and they're just kind of full of themselves. Neil Young is, is in it too. Neil Diamond is in it who actually Neil Diamond doesn't really, uh, Fit the pe- bill. Pe- people thought that Neil Diamond shouldn't really, wasn't really Aww. belong in, you know, he was of the sixties. He's this old man. What is he doing there? He's like almost 40. He shouldn't be here. <laughs> so, uh, supposedly, uh, Robbie Robertson uh produced uh Beautiful Noise. So that's why he was invited. Oh, okay. But uh so uh Neil Diamond saying dry your eyes uh at the show and then he left and then you know as he's walking supposedly he as he's walking backstage he he passes Bob Dylan and I don't know whether he says it tongue in cheek or anything but he's like uh oh, top that. And then and so Dylan's like, well, then try what do I need to do? Stay awake. So you know. <laughs> And I don't know whether it was tongue in cheek or anything, but it was just kind of like, oh, that's kind of funny. It's, yeah. And <laughs> so there was that. And, you know, there's all these supposedly during Neil Young's performance, there was a little bit of cocaine that was noticed inside his, like just <laughs> uh, uh, out of his. So there was a lot of fun going on uh, because it was 1976. I, I pick a song every year. <laughs> <laughs> that I love, but this I thought the best one would be "Forever Young," the the Bob Dylan song, um just because it fits with the the thing of being thankful for everything you have, kind of, and Very just good. just a way to to live your life. Aww. um And Dylan is great in this. He's just you know, he doesn't play the guitar anymore, so it's great. You know, he's on. Just he's got the guitar. He's got this this like fedora hat he's wearing. He's got the scraggly hair. And he's you know smiling a little bit and just kind of uh, you know he used to play with the he played yeah. with the band so you know watching you know Robbie Robertson takes a guitar solo it's just amazing and Dylan's just putting his all into it and uh, yes it's a great reason to be thankful to be forever young or trying to live that way and the last waltz is a movie that everyone should see you should play it every Thanksgiving and as it okay. and as the the as the first thing. You see, on the film is play this play this film loud is what it says. So watch it and play it loud.
1: You don't have to twist my arm to see this film, as you do some of the others. Oh, okay, good. Do you have it? Have you have you seen the movie? I know I've seen bits and pieces because, again, you old hippie. My parents turned me on to this. You know all those artists and bands, and that's one of their favorite movies. So I've seen bits and pieces, but not. I don't own it, but I will watch it.
0: Yes, I own a copy of it. I've got the uh, the. Four CD set, a box set <laughs> yeah. of it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, ex- I think, uh, yeah, two years ago was the 40th anniversary. So they, mm-hmm. they issued like some huge. And like, you have that too. I do not have that. I think uh-huh. it was, I think it was a lot of money. Too much. Oh. Like, all right. Well, I got the, so they, it's a lot of
1: people it, getting money, so.
0: Yes. Well, that's true. But so it was, it's nice to just to revisit that film every year and to listen to that music because it's just, it's classic. Okay. of what, that's Thanksgiving. So there you go. Okay. There's there's number one for me, always.
1: Okay, good choice. Very good choice. I thought you were going to go with the whole movie as a Thanksgiving thing, but you actually picked a as a as a favorite. But you actually picked a song from it. Yes. Very good. Yes. I'm going. All right, I'm, Holly. I'd be a little cliche. Step up
0: to the top. All right. Step up to the plate. What do you got? Do
1: you like Alanis Morissette?
0: I do like Alanis Morissette.
1: Yeah. She's. Oh, she's, are you
0: going to pick you out of no?
1: No, I'm picking. Wait, Thank you, you. What? Oh, I guess you knew that. Are you being sarcastic?
0: Oh, no. Me? Sarcastic? What? I'm sorry. I'm going to edit this out because that's horrible. <laughs> you are. <laughs> no, don't. Right. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, I happen
1: to be a huge Alanis Morissette fan. I've left I have loved her since the the first, first moment I heard, You Ought to Know. I specifically
0: been... did not pick Thank You because I had a feeling that yes. would be one that you would pick. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So you picked. Uh, Thank you, by Alanis Morissette. I did. This is not off her first album. No, the this, big is, one. Or- this is
1: off Supposed Former Infatuation Junkie. And yeah, it was a big, people were, were waiting intently the three years to see if, if anything she would do next would rival Jagged Little Pill. I happen to really like this the album, Supposed Former Infatuation Junkie. Um, do you know what it's about?
0: Uh, I, I think she took these three years to just kind of rediscover herself or something, yeah. wasn't it? And isn't that what this is about?
1: Yeah, it, it's pretty simple, actually. There's no deep, hidden meaning. Uh, I had originally thought that, it, you know, because she had gone to India, and mm-hmm. she does think India in the song. I had originally heard that she was think that the whole song was about that trip to India, but it really wasn't. I mean, it was really, um, she had a lot of co- conflicting feelings after so- the success of Jagged Little Pill. Um, she said that I felt like this was on a story. She was on the VH1 show, Storytellers. Mm-hmm. She said, I felt I lived in a culture that told me I had to consistently and constantly look outside myself to feel this elusive bliss. And I achieved a lot of what society had told me to achieve, and I still didn't feel peaceful. So I started questioning everything and realized that actually everything was an illusion. It was scary for me because I had believed everything I would believed in was dissolving in front of me. And there was a death of sorts, and then she kind of goes on. So it really is. She wrote, "Thank you," because she wanted to express how exciting it was and how scary it was, and all these opportunities she had. All these opportunities to define who she was. So, anyway, I have, do. You remember the video? No. She's naked, roaming the streets with her yes. hair covering. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now I do. Yeah.
0: Mm. <laughs> That's funny. I don't. <laughs> yeah,
1: she said they were, they were on the street. It was shot in downtown LA over over two nights. Uh, but she said she had to use a little bit of latex so I wouldn't get arrested because apparently if you're fully naked on the street anywhere in America, you risk that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it was was four in the morning, so um, she was empowered. So that year uh, she was nominated for a Grammy for Best Female Pop Vocal but lost to, do you know who she lost to? No. Sarah McLachlan. I will remember you so sad that yeah. song with the
0: pets and the isn't it i remember oh yes, that was that that's, that's that song oh
1: okay well now, was, i guess the that, sentimental how, see, that's
0: how we remember that song now that's i'm sure did very well for sarah yeah well
1: it did I she mean, won the grammy yeah
0: <laughs> so, that was that was during lilith fair so there was all like the these are like lilith fair type artists i think both Alanis and sarah played played that uh that concert did you go to I welcome? did. Not, I never saw little Fair. Oh, okay. You? No, I never went to that.
1: Seems like a Dave kind of show.
0: Well, it was. Uh, yeah, it probably was, but I did not go. <laughs> didn't feel <Yeah>. welcome. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sure. No, no. I'm sure it was, sure was welcoming. Yeah. I know it's just me being uptight. <laughs>
1: um. So I did. I never heard this. There were two. Weird Al did a spoof on it called *Fast Food* in '99. Really? I, don't, I do not remember. Nor did I look it up, but I'm going to. And Jimmy Fallon did a parody on Weekend Update, uh, talking about his his, being grateful for all the different types of candy.
0: So there you go. There's your (laughs) Thanksgiving Halloween mix right there.
1: There you go. So yes, big fan. And she will turn up later. Once once we pass the 80s, she'll turn up later for me because she is. um, I was bowled over. I don't even remember a time since then. Maybe once. That I was bowled over by a song as much as, or a whole album as Jagged Little Pill. But mm-hmm. hearing you ought to know changed my world. Really? Yes. Wow.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. So.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, so five
0: years from now, after we're done talking about the 80s.
1: We'll get into some we'll
0: Atlantis. we Yes. Nice. Well, this seems like a good time as any to take a break. So let's stop it right here. We go. Yes.
1: Yeah, so go. Give me give me another favorite.
0: All right. Okay. I don't know if this necessarily means a lot to me. <laughs> but then never mind. But no. Every Thanksgiving radio stations play this song. And it's like 20 minutes long. Do you know this song? It's 20 minutes long. It's talking about um, and it really has nothing to do with Thanksgiving.
1: No, if it's not rush or yes in a 20-minute song, I have no oh, okay. idea what song it's, it is.
0: It's mainly just this Here guy this guy telling a story. Alice's Restaurant by Arlo Guthrie.
1: Oh, check you out. You're all hippie today.
0: It's super yeah. Well, we're going hippie theme, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so this was uh what year was this? It came out in sixty seven. Yeah. Um, and it's Arlo Guthrie. It's uh and it, it has nothing to do with really Alice's restaurant or, or with Thanksgiving, but it mentions both <laughs> of those. And for some reason, radio picks up on that, and like, and every Thanksgiving at noon, if you listen to a classic rock or a public radio station, they will play this this twenty minute song because you know nobody's listening, I guess, and we we can play this twenty minute song. <laughs> hmm. Uh, um, do you know Alice's Restaurant? Do you know like what what he's talking about or what's what's going on there?
1: I don't. I remember the song because again, another one my my hippie parents turned me on to.
0: Is it All right? So they probably sat you down every Thanksgiving and and played no. you this song. No. Oh, gathered the kids just around hear it. And, and okay,
1: do tell. Yeah. <laughs> tell me a little bit about Alice's restaurant. Well,
0: I can't tell you much about Well, you could sing the th- the chorus. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant.
1: I probably could sing it, but I won't. Okay. But nice drive. Walk
0: right in around the back, just a half mile from the railroad track. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. So, that that's that's all he sings, and then he starts telling a story.
1: So, what's the song about?
0: the The song starts up. And that started two Thanksgivings ago on Thanksgiving when my friend and I went up to visit Alice at the restaurant. It, it's mainly about trash, really. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so they 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 go to Alice's restaurant. They're dumping out. The, they're, they they want to just like get rid of all the trash at the restaurant. So they put the trash in in their micro van and they drive away. And then they, uh, it's basically just, uh, they, they notice uh, it's something like uh, over a cliff, there's some other trash down there. So they're like, oh, well, we'll just throw the trash down there. So they throw the trash down there, um, and I think the police catch him, and he gets arrested. But when it comes time for Vietnam, the, he has a criminal record. So he can't go to Vietnam because he um, because of this this record this criminal record he has.
1: Was he high when he wrote this?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Well, they're oh. they're all, and it's called actually it's called Alice's Restaurant Massacre, which I guess is not necessarily massacre, but I think it's not as violent as a massacre. So he called it the massacre. I I don't know what's going on there. What did I write down here? Roughly defined in the 1965 Arlo Guthrie folk song Alice's Restaurant Massacre <laughs> as a suggestion, suggested movement involving 50 people a day walking into the shrink and singing a bar of Alice's Restaurant in three-part harmony and walking out. The song claims this as a way to prove yourself mentally unfit for the draft after describing his own rejection over an arrest for littering. The song based around a Thanksgiving dinner. It's a cult favorite at, at this time of year. That's what I got from Urban Dictionary. Is what uh, uh, okay. what, what it what it had on there. And
1: did you check Snopes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. But
0: it is. Kind of, I mean, it's kind of like an anti-Vietnam. Yeah. Um, you know, being a hippie, jumping in your your Volkswagen and doing whatever you want to do, man. <laughs> Come on, man. So um, it was actually became a, a movie in 1969, and Arthur Guthrie played a part in it too. Just based on the the whole song, this twenty minute song of of you know going to the restaurant during Thanksgiving and throwing trash away in in your micro van.
1: That's really funny. I always thought the new. I don't remember. I mean, I remember the movie. I remember that there was a movie, I, yeah. but I would have assumed the movie came that the song was written for the movie, but the movie was based on the song you're telling me.
0: Correct. Yeah, right. this is based on a true story, ish. I think it's kind of uh, something <laughs> that actually happened to Arlo. So. Yeah, some, it was some guy heard the song and was like, well, this is a movie right here. It practically writes itself. <laughs> so I've never seen the film. I'm sure it's spectacularly hippie-ish. 60s. 60s, yeah.
1: Spectacularly 60s.
0: Yeah, so maybe uh, I might, maybe during Thanksgiving, maybe I'll watch that. I'll
1: put it right behind The Last Waltz. <laughs> watch
0: The Last Waltz first. Yes. All right, give me something give good you, give instead of this hippie thing, this hippie <clears throat> crap we're talking about.
1: Okay. I'm going. <laughs> I'm doing another thank you song, a literal thank you song.
0: All right. Yeah, that's right. This is thank you song number three. Yep. All right. Uh,
1: thank you for being a friend.
0: I, uh, Andrew Gold.
1: Andrew Gold. Well, written by Andrew Gold, but I, I actually, I'm going to pick the version from The Golden Girls.
0: Of course you are. <laughs> Greatest show of all time.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, Andrew Gold. Wrote the song, yes, and he, he said it was it was like the quintessential Southern California sound of the late 70s. He said he was in his Brian Wilson phase when he wrote it. <laughs> mm. um,
0: sitting in a sandbox and thinking about surf. That's, that's an old – Pretty quint – Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> wait, that's –
0: No, Brian, Brian Wilson famously, when he was going crazy, it was just like sitting yeah. in a sandbox and, you know – and I'm yeah, sorry it takes to bring a up. whole other path. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let's go down. Our, why? Why are we thankful for this?
1: I I, I just like the It's I just it's catchy and it's it's uh, you know the for the Golden Girls they had a woman sing it. Do you remember from the Golden Girls?
0: Yes, but I don't know who sings that. Her
1: name <laughs> Her name was Cindy Cindy Fee, and she was a jingle singer. So she also she was the voice behind the Hoover vacuum cleaner and Pontiac cars and Wheaties
0: amazing once you get typecast as something. Yes,
1: there
0: you go. We yeah. need we need a Cindy Fee type.
1: Yeah, but that's a good. She oh, she great. actually was the jingle singer. wasn't yeah. but yeah, I mean, I thought that so, that's really cool. What a, what a score for her.
0: The show, which still is still playing on Hulu, you can watch it all, anytime <laughs> yes, you want.
1: You can. Yeah, but for me, it was really more about the song. The song, so it's it, the lyrics are about a friendship that endures into old age. And uh, which, of course, is appropriate for the show. Mm-hmm. But th- when we both get older with walking canes and hair of gray, have no fear. Even though it's hard to hear, I will stand real close and say, thank you for being a friend. Actually made me cry when I was reading the lyrics. There you go. And
0: that's probably for that line specifically. That's why it was included. They chose that for exactly. Golden Girls.
1: The gray haired ladies or the white haired ladies. Who was your
0: favorite Golden Girl? Who do you relate oh. to?
1: <laughs> I mean, Estelle Getty is hilarious, but probably Maud. I know she's a the show, but yes, B Arthur. Yes, that's who you. Yeah, I don't know. I like them all. They're all pretty sassy. I think weren't
0: B and Estelle like about the same age?
1: Yeah, but Estelle played the mom. They were right. very close in age. I remember that. Yeah, uh, so you
0: weren't a Betty White type.
1: I mean, I like Betty White. Well, See, so, it's hard to pick. I can't say who, who, who I you? relate to most. I mean, you it's know, like of like picking
0: to... your friends. Who who was your favorite friend? Exactly. <laughs> who who's your? It's friend? hard to say. I think are I, you a Monica?
1: Are you? I think I'm a. Uh, I'd like to, to think I'm an again. amalgamation of of Friends, okay. the, of the boys and girls together. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Same with the Golden Girls, a little bit, yes. a little bit sassy, a little mm. bit of comic wits, dry dry, dry sarcasm. Exactly. Uh, okay.
1: I mean, it's a good, I think it's a good mix.
0: Well, that's why it works. It makes a good show. Yes, exactly. You get five talented actresses, you put them together, You give them something clever to say, and boom.
1: Well, six on Friends.
0: And then, you know, of course, there's Marcel. So he was – what's what's friends He's with that can, He was a recurring character. <laughs> or what about Gunther?
1: Gunther. So anyway, thank you. Thank you for being a friend. Andrew Gold, 1978.
0: Very nice. I love that. This is my other movie that I watch every year during Thanksgiving time. It is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. John Hughes. Oh,
1: very good. Good yes,
0: choice. Because, yeah, it's John Candy, Steve Martin, Thanksgiving holiday – they just want to get home, or Steve Martin wants to get home, and John Candy has other things going on, and hilarity just, ensues. Yeah,
1: you expect it to be hilarious, and it, and it was because it's John Candy and and Steve Martin, but it's also kind of sad.
0: Yes, very poignant, and yeah. yeah. Well, John Hughes was kind of good at that. Like you know, yeah. you have your your funny moments, but then you know, there's also some underlying uh, themes yeah. going on there, which is very yeah, very nice. So. But going to the comedic route, there's my one of my favorite scenes is when John Candy is in the car and uh, Steve Martin is asleep, and John Candy turns on the radio, and Ray Charles' mess around is playing on the (laughs) air, is playing on the radio, and this is a song that he loves, that John Candy clearly loves, and um, in between. Driving is just kind of secondary to him because he's got a smoke. He's smoking and he's playing the keyboards on the dash. And, uh, you know, but and then he's also singing and not really paying attention to what's going on. And, you know, just it it just leads to insanity to one of my favorite moments in the movie. It all starts with the song uh, Mess Around. So when I hear mess around, I think of John Candy. And I'm very thankful that we had (laughs) We have John Candy for this movie, and he's one of my favorite comedic actors. So
1: that's uh, that's why I chose oh, that. you were going, you're you're digging deep for this. I'm. Well, I I'm not appreciate digging. that. <laughs> no, not digging deep as in you know struggle, but you those are really are meaningful for some reason. Mine are just your basic thank you songs. Oh,
0: okay. Well, and actually, uh, <laughs> *Planes, Trains, Automobiles* came out in the '80s. So, boom. There's your connection. There's your connection, even though yeah, Rach, that was from the '60s. Mess around. Uh, but the movie. Yes. I, uh, do you ever, do you watch that movie?
1: Uh, I only, I haven't watched it since the first time I saw it in uh-huh. the theater.
0: Well, I, I have a copy of it. You can you can borrow that. That's maybe. Actually, this is the season of Thanksgiving, so I'll probably. You won't
1: uh, be letting me borrow it, but, but I can probably stream it.
0: You can. You should. <laughs> it's, oh, okay. it's still funny and funny. It's got to get in funny. line
1: behind The Last Waltz and what was the other one?
0: Oh well, I'm not going to watch Alice's West Restaurant. Oh, yeah, I am not going to watch Alice's. I, maybe restaurant I, either. I might just as a. If you happen the, to have
1: a lot of time on Thanksgiving weekend.
0: Doubtful, but <laughs> uh, but I will find time for Plain strange and Automobiles. I will uh, will, will yeah. sit the sit the family or whoever around and we can listen,
1: watch. You can laugh. You can With, cry. Yes.
0: Yeah. All all You can good. sing. Yes, I I will. I love it. I love that movie. So there you go. There's yep. my uh, there's my Thanksgiving okay. song, and I, so. I, so thank you for letting like me that. indulge on that. And now I, we go over thank to you. Thank you for sharing. Oh, yes. Well, thank you for your appreciation.
1: <laughs> so we're going, oh, so back to me. Yes. Going with another thank you song, which isn't doesn't have thank you in the title, but it's Kind and Generous by Natalie Merchant.
0: Ah, la, 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 <laughs> la. Yes,
1: exactly. Yes, that's the chorus, which does not contain any actual words.
0: That's probably why I remember the song. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, Kind and Generous. La, la, la. Yeah, I don't remember how the chorus went. It went like, la, la, la,
1: la, 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 la. So but
0: apparently it, that, that was it. That is
1: the chorus. Yeah, so you're not substituting the la, la, la's. Yeah. You know, that was really it.
0: But she does say Kind and Generous.
1: Yes. This song, I remember it was a wedding song. Friends got married later than, later than I did because this song was from 1998. And they used this. This was their wedding song, which I thought was really lovely. Uh, she says she wanted to – she wanted to write a song that had a universal, simple sentiment—just gratitude—and I love the song. It mm-hmm. also is very, very kind of brings tears to my eyes sometimes, but it is very simple. I, I don't know where the the Do you remember the video? I don't. Yeah.
0: because it, that was in the '90s. That was after long well, after MTV was yeah. laid to rest by our yeah. generation. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, it was a circus. It was a. She was a part of a traveling circus. So she and she took on different different characters. I guess, which I didn't really get the connection. Okay, but then again, I wasn't always paying attention.
0: <laughs> but yeah, in the '90s, it was Natalie Merchant was huge. Yeah, it was all about.
1: Yeah, all about her. ten thousand maniacs and yeah. Well,
0: she had left the maniacs yeah. and that, when she embarked on her solo career. That's yeah, it really took off, and it was doing the the Lilith Fair time.
1: Yes, exactly. She was another good Lilith Fair artist.
0: My I have a friend and um, and my my wife recently saw Natalie Merchant last year. Still liked her. Still good. She's she she's not uh, denying that she's getting older. So she's she's all gray and just, uh, oh. <laughs> which I guess was kind of depressing for some of the people in the eye. Like, oh my god, that's Natalie Merchant.
1: I think in the end, people would appreciate that. Sure. Oh.
0: But yeah, so she's still she's still out there and singing songs. And I don't know I don't know if she's putting any, out anything recently. But uh, there was you know like the Michael St- you know connection to yes. REM. And um, so I saw I saw yeah you know, ten thousand maniacs perform a couple times because they were the opening act for oh. REM. And I think I saw I've seen Natalie perform like back in the day. she's was great. She twirls around. Yeah, and does all that <laughs> stuff. I, yeah. Actually, fun fact: I got to. That's one of the first shows I took my daughter, my older daughter Maddie, to. And I happened to we we have front row tickets for for the show. And it was it was like a, wow. it was like a small show. It was. It must have been ninety eight or something like that.
1: That's when this was released. Maybe no, it was, because no, Maddie wait, wait, couldn't have been 98 cause ninety eight because Maddie, Maddie she Maddie was, she was five been... years
0: old. And I couldn't find anyone else to go to the show, and so <laughs> like, so I right. took Maddie, and like at one point I just kind of sat her up on the on the lip of the stage. She was she must have been five six years old. She was very young.
1: So, did she feel a connection? With and her? it's
0: funny because my friend who went before we became friends with them, or we were kind of we weren't as close as we were but i told her that we we were at that show she's like i was at that show i was like way up at the in the balcony like, oh yeah we were we we're sitting in the front way row. up in the front yeah, on the stage on the stage that's
1: that was, fun yeah i that's, guess that's, when that's you fun.
0: need yes when you, when you need a second that's like okay let me take my kids here yes
1: <laughs> but, that's good
0: yeah one of my early musical moments with her
1: that's really fun. Yeah. I, I've never seen them. I've not seen her, Natalie Merchant, or 10,000 Maniacs, but I, I've seen enough of her. You know, I've seen some live footage of her, so I know the whole, the whole twirly thing. But I think she has a really an impactful voice. I think she has a nice, mm-hmm. you know, obviously distinctive. Definitely. Uh, All right, so next on your movie list.
0: Okay. Yes. So my next movie, this is... Uh... I don't even know if we could talk about this movie anymore because this guy's kind of uh, on on the owls. Oh no. It's a Woody Allen movie. It's it's Hannah and her sisters.
1: Oh, great film.
0: Hannah and her sisters is still amazing and you know, it's it begins and ends around a family Thanksgiving dinner. That's the Thanksgiving connection. Right, of course. Yeah, so that so there's that and it's still super funny. But Despite what's, <laughs> despite Woody, and and his yes. the issues going on there, but okay, so there's this band. There's a scene where Woody and Diane Weist are at a show, at a rock show, and of course, Woody Allen does not like rock music. But they're actually in CBGVs and they're watching this band. And I had no idea who it was until I I looked it up. And it's actually a good song, but it's um it's a Canadian band called Thirty Nine Steps, and I guess at the time they were called the Two Two Twos um but uh yeah they're they're uh are a, a band and in, in the they sing the song slip into the crowd and i think it's just uh it's it's ni- it's a great song but of course woody is, uh, just wants nothing to do with it and diane Weist is you know she's having a little toot uh, during the show and woody's going crazy um you know diane says you're witnessing genius and woody's going my ears are having a meltdown <laughs> He's like i'm frightened after they sing they're going to take hostages he just does not want any anything to do with it i
1: don't remember the scene i only saw the movie once but oh really
0: yeah yeah she's yeah so you know diane's trying to get her to get woody to lighten up (laughs) why are you so angry he's like she says i'm not angry you know you you don't believe in uh diane we says uh you know because because woody's not open to to rock music and he's And so Diane says, "I'm not angry. You know, you you know you well. You don't believe in ESP. You don't like rock music. You don't get high. It's like I'm dating Cardinal Cook, (laughs) which I have no idea who Cardinal Cook is. But still, I mean, it's just yeah. You just get the Diane Wee's plays like this. She's just she's old. She's in her 40s or something. And but she still likes rock music. She's the hippie sister. Yes, I love songs about extraterrestrial life. Don't you?" (laughs) <laughs>
1: it's like, I just wonder says, how they got together. <laughs> Not when they're sung
0: by extraterrestrials. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I like that one scene, and I like. I still like Hannah and Her Sisters. It's, again, a funny movie centered around Thanksgiving. A,
1: I, I would like to put it on my list to see again, but I don't know that I could you can't a wa- Woody Allen movie in my house right now. You
0: can't watch Manhattan. Really un- uncomfortable to watch, but uh, I think Hannah and Her Sisters would be all right. I don't know if we might be. A hard can we get a pass? I don't know, Hoft. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I have a copy of that too. I could watch that yeah. anytime. Yeah. No? Yeah. No. No. So anyway, shout out to uh, Thirty Nine Steps and uh, and hey, there's and their, their their short performance at, at a CBGB's. I'm
1: I'm gonna have to consult my Canadian music expert on Thirty Nine Steps.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: John, are you listening? <laughs> you better yep. be.
0: Right. That, that's that's my also also from the '80s. So there's your uh, another '80s connection. Excellent. Yes. Okay.
1: Yay. Well.
0: All right. Thank I, you for uh, for letting me do that. And now, what do you? What do you got?
1: Okay, I am totally reaching here on a Thanksgiving song, but mine was also recorded in 1989, so just under the wire. All right. We'll count okay. this. So you know how you know how um, pumpkin pie is a traditional dessert for Thanksgiving.
0: I've I've heard of pumpkin pie. I do. Are you? Uh, uh, are you prefer pumpkin over apple, or where? Oh where yeah, do you go? way over
1: apple. But no, this is I, I'm I'm going somewhere with this, so you got to follow okay. me. But I do. Right, pumpkin pie is my favorite. We'll
0: have a pie discussion later. But go ahead. Do you well, like pumpkin pie? Are you a, first of all pie or cake?
1: Probably cake. Okay, yeah. that is
0: incorrect. But go ahead, you can continue. It's not
1: incorrect, and <laughs> and I'm backed up here by my song. Okay. So ahead. where I'm going with this is so while a pumpkin pie is the traditional Thanksgiving dessert, yes, I'm more of a chocolate cake kind of person
0: okay (laughs) you're Oh, okay you go
1: so i'm getting in my crowded house but you don't you don't have do you have chocolate cake on thanksgiving i always make a chocolate a a chocolate something sometimes it's a chocolate pie just to appease the pie people
0: thank you so if you invite me over you know make sure you have that chocolate pie okay so so you
1: prefer chocolate pie to pumpkin no no pumpkin pie easily okay i prefer chocolate cake to pumpkin pie okay but pumpkin pie, you gotta have a little. And I make one of those too.
0: Okay. Do you make your own? You don't go to Marie Callender's, or no? I'll make it. Good for you. Do you have a secret ingredient? A secret recipe? No, or... I
1: look for a different one every year. Do you? Yeah. Sometimes it's a pumpkin cheesecake. That's good. Yeah.
0: Ooh, that's great. Wow. Oh, but this... hungry now.
1: <laughs> well, it is almost lunchtime. Yeah. This so the song I chose is chocolate cake. Okay. From Crowded House. Yes. 1989 from Woodface. Wood, Woodface, yeah. Which is also my favorite Crowded House album. Really? Yes, it is. Okay. I'll allow that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that I'm the judge and jury, but yes, go ahead. Well, thank you. And you
1: know, the song really isn't even about chocolate cake, right?
0: Oh, now I'm disappointed. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a lyric in the song, obviously, but it's yes, not it, really about yeah, it's
0: chocolate one other, cake. It was an actual single from the well, hearing this song.
1: It was. Times. It was not intended as the lead single. However, however, it was ultimately released as the lead single. It was supposed to be. Uh, it's only natural. Was supposed to be the 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 lead song anyway.
0: Oh, that's a great song, too. Yes. Ah. Might happen to oh, like this Chocolate might, Cake better. This might be one of my favorite albums. I might have to.
1: You I highly, highly recommend it. Okay. That was two highlies. Okay. It did It did better than, than their other, the album Temple of Low Men in the U.S., but it was it was thought that it might be offensive to people because of the lyrics, this uh, this song in particular.
0: Chocolate Cake? Yeah. Do okay. you
1: know why? Because he refers to uh, the excess of fat on your American bones.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it, yeah, the lyric, you know, I mean, the lyrics are totally out there, and
0: but it's about indulging, which we love doing. That's why yes. Thanksgiving is the perfect holiday because it's just about eating.
1: <laughs> yeah, there that's you all. go. There's there's the connection. Yes,
0: just yeah. I love to eat. I love to get fats.
1: Yeah, th- just, but no, that, <laughs> that's not even really the theme. I mean, that's in the 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 chorus. I guess can I have another piece of chocolate cake? Tammy Baker. Tammy Baker. Can I buy another cheap Picasso fake?
0: Baker that's a that's a good 80s reference yeah
1: there there you go it's okay, So I saw, I saw Elvis Presley walk out of a 711 and a woman gave birth to a baby and then bowled 257 the excess of fat in your American bones will cushion the impact as you sink like a stone see I don't really the the all the the verses they <laughs> so don't tie nasty in. uh-huh it is nasty but it's kind of it's nasty that's the nastiest the opening is not everyone in New York would pay to see Andrew Lloyd Webber may his trousers fall down as he bows to the queen and the crown I don't know what tune the orchestra played but it went by me sickly and sentimental I mean this they don't they don't tie together but I love it and it just sings this is a, another sing at the top of your lung song for me so anyway <laughs> so, Listen to Woodface Chocolate Cake is a great is a great song
0: uh, yes although yeah it, he mocks everything that's American, yes, including Andrew Lloyd Webber, who's English, but just just us going. But it was an Amer- but the yeah. American appreciation of Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals, because exactly. apparently he had none of that. He probably he, that's probably what happened. He probably went to a, a sh- Andrew Lloyd Webber show and like I don't get this. This is horrible. Yeah. I mean, and you what, could see how that would
1: happen. He's a he's a you know if he you knows humor and yeah and yeah
0: just sees the humor and all.
1: Yeah, I needed my little crowded house fix.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Give me your last one.
0: Okay. This is not a movie, but it is a TV show. Okay. That is played every year. Trying to help you out here. Animated show. So. We see it every year. Uh, it's played on Thanksgiving. Usually these these cartoon characters are played during the holiday season. You see them a lot. Like peanuts? Yes.
1: Is it Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? Yes. Oh, yeah, of course it's a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I was thinking of The Great Pumpkin.
0: Well, and the Charlie that a, Christmas, of course. Well, yes, those are good, and this is good too. This is a good one. Yeah, uh, it came out in 1973.
1: Okay, so you're um, a little early for the eighties. Yeah,
0: but it's uh, Vince Vince Guaraldi, mm-hmm. you know, just that that Thanksgiving theme. Uh, you know, just you hear the, the the tickling of the ivories, and you're like, "Yep, yeah, this is the peanuts. This is I love this." And um, I the song it, it makes you super nostalgic. Yes, which is kind of what. Thanksgiving and all the holidays are about.
1: And it's immediately Peanuts. Uh, yes.
0: Know, yeah. Do you remember Charlie the G- the Thanksgiving? I know everyone remembers the great pumpkin. What that story's about. Everyone kind of remembers the Christmas tree, like what's going on there. Thanksgiving, I actually, I had to look it up again because I had forgotten.
1: I don't remember.
0: Peppermint Patty's trying to uh, put together a, the perfect Thanksgiving and inviting all, all her friends. But, you know, they've got other obligations and they end up putting together their own Thanksgiving uh, celebration, but there's no, you know. Of course, Charlie Brown messes it up. The peppermint patty quote is, "What's this? A piece of toast, a pretzel stick, popcorn? What blockhead cooked all this?"
1: I don't remember this. Oh, really? I don't have to go and back of and course, much.
0: it starts off with, you know, Thanksgiving. We're we're talking about football, and then you know, Lucy's like firing oh. up Charlie Brown. Come on, Charlie Brown. This is we're gonna do this. I this would not, is it. This time, I wouldn't pull this from you on Thanksgiving of all days this is all about thanks it's all about football let's do this and you know falls for it every time and hilarity ensues <laughs> so.
1: well, it's a very good choice and I'm sorry good- I forgot about it
0: yeah, yeah. And, and yes once you play Vince Guaraldi something about his piano play it's like
1: oh yes this is
0: amazing yeah. I love this yeah. just that light like jazz type thing I used to work at the Wave, and so when I hear Vince Guaraldi, we used to play that all the time. And so back in back in the '80s, that's uh, when it was smooth jazz, and so Vince Guaraldi got played a lot.
1: Oh, so just a sentimental. So I hear that, yes, yeah, so there's that,
0: but but yeah, thank the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving is always uh, a wonderful a wonderful treat that you should okay. sit your children down and watch it because it's uh, it's you know it's history, it's pop culture history. Yeah.
1: We have seen all the we watch all the Charlie Brown we watch. Great pumpkin, we watch. Do you? Uh, Christmas, yeah, but Halloween. Uh, me. I mean, uh, Thanksgiving. I'll have to go back and. Yeah, there's not All too right.
0: many. I don't know any other Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm sure there are that we're that we're missing out on. But you know, Halloween gets a few, and and, Chris, and Christmas get a lot, but uh, Thanksgiving not too much. Yeah, they try. Right. They constantly try. I think. I think there is. You know, I'm sure Shrek yeah. has a Thanksgiving thing. <laughs> who knows?
1: Right, well, this one's in the queue this year.
0: All right, good. All right, All right. We got a few on the queue yeah, that you're going to put right. in there. It's going to be a long movie I'm gonna, weekend. I'm going to give you a list.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Are you going to prioritize them for me? Sure. Okay. I'll be happy to. So,
0: happy Thanksgiving.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to What Difference Does It Make? Yes.
0: Thanks for being my, uh, my partner in crime here with on – let's <laughs> – What's the name of the show? What Difference Does It Make?
1: Thank you, Dave.
0: Thank you. Thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, Please follow us on our social media pages. Where where are those? You can find
1: us on Facebook, What Difference Does It Make? Instagram, What Difference Does It Make? And Twitter, WDDIM Podcast.
0: Wonderful. Nicely done.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Okay, until uh, next time.
1: Until next time, over and out. Check you later. What Difference Does It Make? Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast family.
0: (laughs) At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get
1: you taken care of.